All the financial success without inner success is the biggest failure in the world. Live a little bit harder now. Gain capabilities from people who've already been there. Overcome your fear, because that damn fear, when you're 90 years old and you look back, you're gonna realize it was the fear that stopped you, nothing else. It's because you developed a belief that you couldn't do this or your fear stopped you. Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Natalie Ellis, CEO of Boss Babe and your host for this week's episode. Okay, this one is a really exciting one. I know I say that every time, but this one is. Okay, so Danielle and I were recently in Puerto Rico. I don't know if you've seen our stories, but we were with some incredible people. It was basically just a really casual friends mastermind where we got together for a few days and we all sat around a big table for a couple of days and we each spent time masterminding on each other's business. And then on the evenings, we had tons of wine, ate great food and did it all over again. And I really can't stress the importance of being surrounded by people who support and inspire you. It was such a game changer for us. And we just walked away with so many ideas, such a renewed sense of inspiration. And it was just amazing. And so a few of the people that were there, actually, Dean Graziosi, he's a business coach, mentor, author, and leader with over 13 companies under his belt, like incredible success. Jenna Kutcher was there. She is an absolute expert online marketing. And she says she's a nerd when it comes to numbers, obsessed with teaching others how to make a living doing what they love. And I learned a lot from Jenna about really creating a passive income business. She's really, really good at scaling business in a way that gives her leverage. We were also there with Russell Brunson, who started ClickFunnels which I'm sure you've heard us talk about a million billion times. He scaled that to $100 million per year in record time and has helped thousands of people start, grow and scale their businesses. So that's just a couple of people that we were with. And it turns out they're actually getting together. Dean, Russell, Jenna are getting together with Tony Robbins to deliver an amazing free training called KBB. It's the Knowledge Business Blueprint. And they're going to be showing you basically how to turn what you already know, your knowledge, into next level success and impact by tapping into the knowledge industry without writing a book or creating a course. If you have been living under a rock, you might not know what the knowledge industry is, but it's basically getting paid for what you know. So whether that's, you know, what Danielle and I do, which is like really teaching people how to start and scale businesses, or whether it's, you know, teaching people how to keep a houseplant alive. It really doesn't matter. Everyone has specific knowledge that they could be using. And I think now is the perfect time to get into the industry. So when we were there, we were so excited hearing about this and we just decided to hop on an impromptu podcast recording with Dean and pick his brain on everything. I mean, scaling 13 companies, you're gonna know some shit, right? So we sat down with him and we asked him every single thing that we knew that you guys would want to know and and we want to know too. So we cover everything from mindset to what it was like really getting started, how we really start to get initial clients, how you can work through blocks. I also share my story of going from having a supplement company to having a company in the education space and what it looked like for me to make my first quarter of a million dollars which was such a turning point for me. And at the time, you know, I could barely imagine even making $4,000 a month. So to achieve that in such a short space of time really showed me what was possible. So I'm really, really excited for you to listen to this. We go deep and I know you're going to love it. So as always, I want you to take a screenshot, tag us at bosswave.inc and let us know what your biggest takeaway is. And then if you want to join the free training, it's completely free. Like I said, with Russell, Tony, Dean and Jenna, go to bosswavekbb.com 
and you'll be able to sign up for the training and then Danielle and I are actually hosting a really special after party because we're going to be on the training and I think the best part of any training is integration so really integrating what you've learned so we're going to join you on the after party we're going to talk about all the things we've learned talk about our action steps so all of the information for that one as well as in the show notes below okay so with that I am really excited to introduce Dean Graziotti to the podcast he is an author investor entrepreneur and trainer Dean created a multi-million dollar real estate business, is a New York Times bestselling author and is one of the most watched real estate and success trainers of our generation. Dean is obsessed with sharing the success habits learned along his journey with the world and I know you're going to love this episode. Okay, before we dive in, I want to share with you the seven most important things we wished we knew before starting and scaling our business. Listen, you know we love to share with you the information and resources that have helped us succeed. And honestly, the most important things we've learned in business is the importance of self-education and tapping into the knowledge of experts. That's why we put together the seven most important things we wished we knew before starting and scaling our business. If you want to hear all of the game-changing lessons that helped us build a really successful business with an audience of over 2 million people, I know you are going to love this. It's completely free and you can sign up now for our exclusive seven-day video series at bossabe.com forward slash lessons. Every day, we're going to share a powerful lesson that transformed our life and business. And of course, you're going to walk away with highly actionable steps that you can go and implement immediately and see results. This could save you months, if not years, on your path to building the business you dream of. So sign up now at bossbabe.com forward slash lessons. And with that, let's dive into the episode. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise. Keep going and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own version of success. Dean, welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast. Good to be here. Good to be here. So we are in Puerto Rico. It's absolutely incredible. We are with the most amazing group of entrepreneurs. I would love for you to tell our audience, how did you get here? What brought you to this moment? <laughs> what, to Puerto Rico or yeah. in life? <laughs> yeah. How did your business journey go and unfold so that you were able to get here and be surrounded yeah. by such amazing people doing such impactful work? Yeah. And I'll share that. But first, I want to say I'm so proud of you too. I barely knew who you guys were not that long ago. My team told me about you guys and I've been watching what you're doing. And it's really magical. You know, we're in a place where now you have access to people, right? You have the ability to do a podcast or Instagram story or Facebook video and be able to impact. You know, when, when I first started in this business over 20 years ago, it's like that didn't exist. You couldn't even download a video. It would take you a half hour to try to watch mm-hmm. a video online. So not only do you have the outlet and the opportunity to get in front of people, you're doing some really special stuff. So proud Thank of you, you too. Thank you. Keep up the good work. So I love telling a story so people know where I came from so it you can relate. But I think it's even better on a higher level to understand that wherever you are listening or watching right now, I think I've been there. Like I've been scared to death. My journey is I didn't go past high school. I had dyslexia in school. So school was really tough. And maybe because it was so long ago, nobody really recognized it. It was just like, God, that was the dumb kid. So I didn't even think college was an option. I didn't go. And I remember those feelings of envy and comparison at a really young age, like my friends were going off to college and having a great time. And I went to work with my dad in his collision shop and my dad didn't make much money. So we were working on cars, dirty every day. And you and I talked about this, the three of us have behind the scenes here, but I remember always having, and I still have it, these two voices. One that says, 
It's scary. Don't start your own thing. You're not smart enough. You'll be an imposter. How are you going to get clients? How are you going to sell anything? How are you smart enough? And then I had another voice that was like, no, don't believe that. We can just do this. And, and I had a, I had a muse. I had a desires because I watched my mom work really hard. She was a single mom. My dad didn't support us. So she'd work three jobs to make nothing. So I had this like, that was my driving factor is like, Someday I'm retiring my mom. She'd come home at eight o'clock at night from me after her third job, tired, her hands hurt, her back hurt. And, and she just, just I, I could get emotional. She's the sweetest lady in the world and I hated it. So my friend Tony Robbins says life happens for us. That happened for me because, man, I was young. I wasn't that smart. I didn't think. But man, I had a burning desire to do it. So I know I'm digressing here a little, but I think we all have those two voices. If you're listening or watching right now, you might have that voice. You're dying to jumpstart the company you've been thinking about forever. Or maybe you started it and you're afraid to put yourself out there. You're afraid of what people will think if you fail a little bit or you look silly. I just want to let you know we all have that voice. What you just have to do is empower the more positive voice to be just a little bit stronger than the negative voice. Because I think that we always have both, right? So I digressed a little. But I think it's a really, a really important point to raise because so many people think and they look at people going, oh, they don't have that challenge. It's just easy for them. They just have all this confidence and they just go for it. <laughs> yeah. And actually that's not the case. And we were no. kind of chatting the other yeah. evening and just really opening up about some of the things that we've been fearful for, but we've done it anyway. Yeah. And just being able to push through that. And I think that motivation of family is really important. I often think to myself, okay, I'm not going to do it for me. What does it mean to the yeah. other people around me? Really good point. And because I think a lot of times, and, I, and you asked me a question, I haven't even got to it yet. But I think a lot of times we're looking for the confidence to go forward. I want to be confident to start. I want to help people. I want to be a coach. I want to be in the knowledge industry. I want to start a restaurant. I want to start an online business. I want to create a course. And we're looking for this confidence. Like we'll wake up one day and we'll just be like, oh, I got this now. No worries. Uh, my wife's about to have a baby in the next seven weeks. And we were talking, it's her first one. And we're talking about She's like, I'm trying to just get the confidence because she wants to do it natural. She's doing hypnobirthing. And she's like, I want the confidence. I said, since you've never done it before, and those of you listening, if you've never started a business or scaled the business you have, you never have, it's really hard to find the confidence. And what we have to work on is our courage muscle, right? Courage is what makes you go into the meeting when you're scared to death. Courage makes you launch your first online product when you don't know if it's going to work. And courage can be compounded by learning from people who've already been there right? That's what you guys do so well. People can live not vicariously through you because they're not just observing, saying, oh, great lives. They can watch what you're doing while simultaneously learn from you. So you're smart as heck by listening to these girls or watching these girls and being here because you have to fuel your courage muscle and whatever it takes. For me, it was the courage of saying, I'm not going to allow my mom to live that way. I don't want to be like my dad worrying about money every day of his life. Like when you watch people struggle and money is their number one obsession because they don't have enough of it. And I'm sure you guys can feel that in your own way. Yeah. Um, it plants a seed. So long story short, I could give you my whole journey. It was basically this. I want to say, wherever you are, I've been there. I know what it's like to want to make 50 grand a year and thought that that was like everything. And I know what it's like to get there. And I know what it's like to get to $100,000 a year and 100000 a month and 100000 a week and, and fail miserably all in between and 100000 a day and 100000 to walk on stage for 60 minutes. You know what I mean? I've been to all these variables and I want to share and hopefully today we can serve on a high level is some of the same emotions I had to get in my first, sell my first thing, do my first yes, the same feelings I still have today. And when you can work on little things like focusing on solutions, working on your courage muscle, you can just get the launch, you know, get the rocket off the ground. 
I love that so much and I completely agree and I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about my journey because when I first started my first business, I remember my goal upon leaving university was like, if I can just make $4,000 a month, I'm great. I yeah, can yeah, pay yeah. my rent. I can go out with my friends. I'm good. And I got there, but alongside that, so I was in a completely different industry and I was selling physical products and it was really growing and I was starting to see that consistent revenue. But my zone of genius was growing social media and yeah. that was part of me that just thought if I can sell this if I can sell what I know I can have an amazing impact and I can change people's lives but I was used to making $4,000 a month yeah and so I was 24 year old and I created this incredible course teaching people everything I knew and I made a quarter of a million dollars in just a few wow, months wow it was money that I couldn't even comprehend I remember seeing <laughs> it in my bank account and screenshotting like is, <laughs> is this, this real yeah. is this real and so having that pivot and being in my zone of genius has completely changed my life mm. what have you seen that looked like with other people where they might be in an industry or doing some that just isn't fully aligned with them and they're pushing and they're not getting clients and something feels off and they just don't know how to find that thing for them. Yeah, really good point. You know, I'd say keep searching, right? Because I know everybody says, be involved in something you're passionate about. And there's some people listening going, I'm passionate about, I have to pay the rent next month. I have to pay the mortgage. I have to put my kids in school, right? I get that. But life is so short, right? And you've heard that a million times. Everybody talks about it. But when you really think how fast the last five years went by, and if you're doing something that doesn't align with you, I've never seen many people, I mean, all the financial success without inner success is the biggest failure in the world, right? I think at the end of our lives, if we look back and we didn't go after something, we didn't try, I think it'll be the biggest regret of our lives. And for me, I mean, in my world, I'm blessed, so are you two. We have the incredible opportunity to empower people, to deliver capabilities, to deliver what you know I've learned over starting 13 companies by being a multiple New York Times bestselling author, by doing masterminds and workshops and being in the knowledge industry, right? We get to inspire people and have the chance to gain massive success like you did at the same time, right? So what I'd say is anybody listening is like, really search it out because everything's gonna be hard, right? Everything's going to be hard, no matter what you do. If you stay in your job that you don't like, it's hard. If you want to start your new business, it's going to be hard overcoming those fears. And this is something I love to say, and if you guys heard me say it before, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it again, is living the hard way right now for a short period of time can lead to an easier life forever. And leaving the easy way now leads to a hard life forever, right? It's easy to eat McDonald's or fast food and sit on the couch and watch movies. But that's really hard when you're 55 and you might have diabetes and you're not a good example for your kids and you're not healthy, right? It's really easy to go out and not be faithful in the relationship or not pay attention to the other parent or not listen to your husband or not listen to your wife. It's easy to do that. Forget about it. But it's really hard when it's time to break up and you got to look your kids in the eye and say, this isn't working right? It's really easy to stay at a job that pays the bills, 4000 a month. You could have stayed there. It's easy to let that. It's easy to ignore that you want more in life. That's easy to do now, but it's really hard when you're 50, 60, 70 years old and go, what the hell did I do? I missed my window. So what I'd love to, if this one thing, if you take nothing else from this interview is live a little bit harder now, gain capabilities from people who've already been there, overcome your fear. Cause that damn fear, when you're 90 years old and you look back, you're going to realize it was the fear that stopped you. Nothing else. It wasn't the president. It wasn't where you lived. It wasn't cause you were a woman. It wasn't cause you didn't have money. It was because you developed a belief 
that you couldn't do this or your fear stopped you. So I love talking about tactical and I want to talk about more tactical stuff on how, you know, people can find clients, whatever you want from me. But if you don't have that burning desire, if you don't have the courage muscle, if you don't pretend it's 40 years from now and you're still having that same fear, what does that feel like? Like if we need something to just move us, like sometimes it's not anything else except I'm doing this. My husband thinks I'm crazy. I'm doing it anyway. My mom says I'm nuts. I love her to death, but I'm not living the way my mom lived, right? And if we can get disturbed with inaction, like that's when life starts to change. Being disturbed with not being your best version of yourself. I am fully in agreement with that. And one thing that came up with this group of people we're with is someone said, and I don't know who it was, but they said, fear is often the fear of judgment of failure. Yeah, It's not so much a fear of failure. It's the judgment of failure. What do you think about that when people are really scared of what people around them might say? Because we've both experienced that for sure. 100%. Whether people are judging our failures, our ambitions, whatever it is, there's always going to be that. Yeah. So like a quick little easy remark, but I understand how it feels your heart is you've never seen a statue of a critic, Mm. right? But there's lots of them. And I felt it my whole life and I still feel it sometimes, right? But What I do personally, and you girls are going to experience this as you grow, you're going to have certain friends. You're going to get to a certain level of success in your lives. And out of the blue, you're going to have certain friends. It may have happened already. They're going to wig out. They're just going to act weird to you, or they're going to tell you you changed, Mm. right? It's just the way it goes. And what I've decided, because I've had different groups of friends, and now we're in a great group here. These people that were here with their family to me is, I think, God, whatever you believe in, when you have to let go or move away from a group, you end up finding a new one that elevates you. And one of the things that I've done, and I think everybody should think this, is when someone gives me advice or someone's critical or someone says I'm crazy or I'm a dreamer, I immediately think if I woke up tomorrow and I was them, would I be happy? Mm. And I play this little game in my head. Someone will say, man, I think you're doing great. Maybe it's time to slow down. And I think to myself, if I woke up tomorrow and I was you, would I be happy? I wouldn't be. So why would I take your advice? Mm. Right? And that really just shifts because a lot of times it's people's own insecurities. Like they were going to go for it and they decided to live life on a plateau, like flat. And that's okay. So, and then they see you going for it. You girls are impacting, crush it. It's like, it's insecurity. Like they want to like grab your belt loop and hold you back with them. And sometimes that's the words of being critical. That's the words of you're crazy. And then, you know, I believe when it comes to that, and I know I'm going down this road a little too much, but I think it's so important is I think that's cumulative. You know, your mom or dad say, you sure you're okay? A friend says, I think you're going a little too fast. You watch the news. It's a little negative. Three or four things add up. And then you call each other and go, are we moving too fast? Right? (laughs) It's never happened to you guys, right? Oh, for sure it has. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, actually. We're even having conversations this morning, weren't we, around like that balance. And I think that's just really important though. It's like going back to what you first said about that courage muscle. And I really like that. Whatever we're deciding, it's like, okay, yes, we can lean into slowing down if we want to, but why are we leading into that? Or is that, is that we actually need to flex our courage muscle more? Yeah. And I just want to bring it around to the fact that, okay, those who are listening going, right, I am ready. I've got the courage. I'm going to go for it. And I know you're so passionate about the knowledge industry. Oh yeah. And I just want to kind of talk about what that is. Cause a lot of people are listening. It's like, that's new for them. Like, I kind of feel like you and Tony really invented the knowledge industry. (laughs) And so I'd love for you to kind of like describe that a little bit because this is quite alien for a lot of people. Yeah. So think about this for as long as we can remember when people thought about doing more, going faster, getting a better job, creating more money. It was college or going back to college, traditional income or traditional education or your own trial and error, right? That's kind of the, the norm. But what's been growing and now is 
exponentially growing is the knowledge industry, the self-education industry, gaining specialized knowledge. So for example, what you girls do, right? You extracted what you know, and you're inspiring women to go faster and quicker. They could go learn on their own. They could go back to college and not learn it. Just being honest, you don't get specialized knowledge in school. You get general knowledge, which is fine. It's a foundation. Or they could learn from you. Or if they want to learn to fly fish on the weekends, they could find someone who's fly fished before and extract their knowledge. And the best way, you know, everybody always asks me how to describe the knowledge industry. Imagine if you could go back and spend a day, and everybody listening and watching, think about this. If you could go back and spend a day with your 20-year-old self, how valuable would that be to you guys? Gold. <laughs> right? And for a couple of reasons. So I want you to think the knowledge industry. Knowledge industry is basically this. People are choosing to learn from someone who's experienced it or who has done it rather than a professional teacher. That's really it. So instead of going back to school for four years, I'm going to do a weekend mastermind with these two girls to teach me how to go faster, quicker. That's just what the world is deciding. It's one of the fastest growing industries in the world. Forbes predicts it to triple over the next three years. I mean, it's skyrocketing because people are getting such massive results. But what I share is if you could go back and be with your 20-year-old self, one, you might have gone through a really tough experience. One of you girls or maybe both of you, that was horrific and horrible and caused you pain. And, and there's somebody starting with that pain today. And if they could spend a day with you, just like if you were with your younger self, you could eliminate that pain. And people are willing to pay for that. You get to impact their lives and they pay you for it. But if you're in business, if you've done advertising, marketing, selling, anything, hairstyling, I mean, we've identified over 4,300 different niches, every niche possible. If you have a year or five years or 10 years, your chapter is ahead of somebody. And right now, today, this very moment while we're sitting here, there's hundreds of thousands of people that are starting on day one. They can either try to figure it out on their own. They could fail. They could get stuck. It could take them years to figure it out. They'd fall in the same ruts that you guys fell in. And I'm talking about you listening. Or you could learn how to confidently extract what you know, extract your experience and offer it to them to impact their lives, allow them to go faster. And people are cutting checks for that faster now than ever before in history. So I hope I, and please ask questions because I'm so, this is so a part of my life for the last 25 years. Sometimes I make it like, I think everybody should know about the information age, right? But we're really in a place where the world needs you. Like if you're listening or watching right now, you don't realize that knowledge is the new currency. And if you could unlock what's in your head, unlock your experience. I mean, we have, I met this incredible woman, you know, Tony Robbins and I partnered up to create a blueprint to show people how to do this in a gold standard way. So I met this woman and she said, I just wanted to be in it. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I didn't think I was an expert. I thought I would just study other people, but I was so inspired. But then when she realized that she went through a really bad divorce and in the middle of the divorce, she realized she was hurting her child. It was her daughter. And she looked and she's like, this is terrible. I need to make sure my daughter's okay. And she switched everything and she changed envy and anger with compassion. And she put her child first and her daughter's thriving. She's friends with her ex and she built this little process. And then when she realized, she's like, I didn't think I was an expert because I haven't been accountant for 20 years or marketing for 20 years. But she goes, I did a damn good job making children come first. And now she's like on her fifth workshop, teaching parents going through a divorce, how to do this crap right. Don't ruin your kids. And like when people can unlock that, like people pay for experience, they pay for expertise, they pay for a skill, they pay for support. And it's just such an incredible industry. And it's how we fix you know, I believe the education system is broken and need just to upgrade, right? I'm not saying it's horrible and I think they'll catch up. But until then, I think I want, you know, we want to promote self-education and get everybody listening to extract what you know and share it. I love that example as well, actually, because it just shows that you can educate in everything. Yeah. 
I often think that some people don't realize what knowledge they have within them. Yeah. Unconscious competence, mm, yeah. right? Yeah, and for me, I just fell into it going back to the whole Instagram course thing. I was doing something completely different, but I was every now and then I would be getting asked, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And there was something in my head, like I'm entrepreneur through and through. I'm like, if they're asking me for this for free, yeah. like maybe they'll pay. But I remember feeling like, really, is anyone actually going to pay me for this? And so I only wrote the first yeah. two modules of the course. And then <laughs> we launched and it was crazy. Wow, and, you know, I didn't have a huge audience at all, but I I just I knew this one thing and I wasn't saying I was teaching all this different thing it was like this one thing yeah. and it was amazing just going after that and just having the courage to do it and one thing me and Danielle see a lot with our audience is some of them might be teaching similar things but every single person is teaching it differently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh listen and if you're watching go okay all right, Dean, I get it. I understand what the knowledge industry is. I can think of one thing and when there's a process to extract it, it's even better like you'll, but I would believe people would think, well, who would pay me, mm-hmm. right? You don't need initials after your name anymore. You don't have to be an MD. You don't have to be doing it for 20 years. You just gotta be one chapter ahead. And, and I'm not saying this is some magical money machine. You just do it and jump in and you're rich. Nothing works like that. But here's the part where we're at right now that's changed the world is When I first started, the internet didn't exist, right? I said that before. So I had to do an infomercial. To get my knowledge product into people's hands, I had to do an infomercial. And that's casting a big wide net. You hope somebody walks by a TV and and watches it. Like compared to today, we have the opportunity instead of social media using us, which it uses way too many of us and you guys listening, we have the opportunity to use it. So the example I use is my wife. My wife has been voted the top hairstylist in Arizona like the last nine out of 10 years, right? And she legit makes 10 times the average hairstyle. She does amazing. And I said, you take her for example. Like people think, if and she wants to start doing masterminds. She's in my world right now. She's doing so well for herself, but she wants to give back. Like you girls know this. Are you hooked in this industry for the rest of your life? Oh, yeah. Like you get to get paid to help people yeah. go faster. Once you see, I think, just one transformation, transformation. that's it. You're, yeah. you're in. And yeah, it's so not for the wife, money. So we're designing her masterminds right now, her workshops that she wants to do with hairstylists. Now, this is the part that you said, and I want to clarify. She could say, I'm a hairstylist. I do really well. Come in and I'll teach you how to be a better hairstylist. That's when you get caught in the wave of everybody else doing the same thing. But my wife did so well because she specialized in hair extensions for women. She loves, she had uh, alopecia, like mm-hmm, she'll yeah. get blotches of hair to fall out. And she loves making women look beautiful. So extensions is how she does it. So it's not just the hair business, because that's a noisy industry. She just specializes in hair extensions, but it goes one level deeper. She does a very specific style of hair extensions that's real hair. It looks, it looks natural. It looks beautiful. It doesn't hurt and give you a headache because it's so tight. So... If she went out and said, I'm a hairstylist, want to do better, I kind of get lost in the crowd. If she said, I do extensions, it narrows it down. But if she said, I don't just do extensions. I do this specific extension. Now, 20 years ago, that would have been hard to do. But in today's world, you can use social media that, to find women who want that training on that particular thing. And all of a sudden you've narrowed the swimming lane and you have an abundance of people saying, I want what you know. And that happens in every single niche that is possible. But what about for those people who maybe have got the niche, they've decided what they're going to teach and they've went out ready to get clients and then no one comes and the clients are not in abundance for them. Yeah. You know what that is? That is the movie with Kevin Costner, A Field of Dreams. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but it was an older movie with Kevin Costner (laughs) and through the whole movie, the whole quote was, if you build it, they will come. He was hearing Mm. this angel saying, if you build it, they will come. And the biggest misconception 
of everyone is if I write the best book of my life, I take two years, if I write it, it'll sell. No, it won't. If I build the best course in the world, it'll be so good. People will tell their friends they won't. If you build it, they will not come no matter how great it is. So even in the training I do with Tony, I start up really high to give a different perception on selling. You see, I have a different thought on selling. I know if someone reads my book, I know if someone gets one of my courses, comes to one of my masterminds, I know I get to positively impact their life. And I don't get to change their life unless they come. So I look through the lens of selling is I get to impact if I get people to say yes, right? But if you don't know how to love the selling, as that's kind of the 30, um, most people can't see my hands, like the top of the funnel, but then how to break it down to actually identify your ideal client. Most people don't do that. Most people don't live in the mind of their ideal client and their prospect. Like, What are some of their fears? What questions are they? How can you finish sentences of the people you want to help, right? People, they'll spend so much time learning the craft, so much time writing the book, so much time building the course and 14 seconds on saying, well, I put it out there and nobody came. It's because you didn't niche it down. You didn't identify your ideal client and then you didn't speak into their heart. And it always boils down to that. And that's why, you know, in, in what Tony and I do, I obsess on the marketing side because I want people to, you know, take what's in their soul and their heart and their head. And I want a lot of people in front of them. That's how we impact and, and have more success. I just love the passion, like oozing from Dean. You can so tell it. It's just, it, having that impact is just so incredible. And you and Tony are absolute masters at it. Like we've been learning from you guys <laughs> for years, like phenomenal how you've like changed the industry, but you just do it from the right place as well. Like you guys are here to help. And I think you spoke about it earlier and when you can kind of watch some, exactly the steps that someone else took, that blueprint yeah. and see it and allows other women and other people listening to go, oh, I can do this yeah. too. I can have that impact and I can help people. It's just so, so powerful. And the way that you guys break all of that down, I know that Natty and I have been just like learning so many things all the time from you guys. Now, the other thing I want to just touch on is that you spoke about masterminds and just how powerful it is to like bring people together yeah. in this kind of setting, but also just masterminds in general. Like I think as Napoleon Hill said, it's a mastermind is a definition of when two minds come together and create a third mind that yeah. wouldn't be possible. That wouldn't be possible. Without right. I'm so glad you said it because oh, a lot of times I'll, again, I do this because I've been a part of masterminds for 20 years and I've been to over 300 days of masterminds. Mm -hmm. And when I say it, I think the whole world knows. And yeah. sometimes I'll be in an audience. I was just in front of Rachel Hollis's audience, 8,000 women. I said, who knows what a mastermind is? Only about half the room. And I'm like, ah, that's silly me. And yeah. a mastermind is just what you said. It's, yeah. it's the collaboration. And sometimes, and if you're listening or watching, saying, what is that? It's sometimes it's, you're just the facilitator bringing great minds together so everybody can get smarter. Mm -hmm. And if it's a workshop, maybe you have a, you know, a skill like you had in social media where you bring people to you or online through Zoom and you're teaching them what you've learned over the last two, three, five years, right? Other times it's a community where you're the organizer of a community where everybody's getting together growing and those variations are just growing so fast. I mean, listen, I've I'm a multi, I feel fortunate, this isn't bragging, but I'm a multiple New York Times bestselling author. I've, I just released my sixth book. I'll be honest with you, writing a book for lack of a better word, it's a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> it is so hard. Like, yeah. you spend a year more writing and then you look at it and you're like, oh, I got to tweak this. Oh, this should come first. Like, I drive myself nuts when I write a book. But in the old old days, like, that was one of the ways to get self-education out to somebody. But now we have this opportunity to extract what you know and 
A month later, you're on a Zoom call with 30 women needing what you have and you're looking at them in the face and they're like, yes, thank you. And they're happy to pay you for that. So we just have this new medium, this new outlook. And again, when you don't have the confidence, you need the courage, but you need one more thing than courage. You need to learn from someone who's already been there. And that's why Tony and I obsessed on this. As he says, we condense decades into days. We got 60 years in this and we condensed it into a training that helps people see, oh my God, I can do this. Oh my God, I'm confident. Oh my God, this is how I do it. This is how I get my clients. And it's been an amazing journey. And just speaking about the mastermind side, obviously we're all here and we're all, the way we're doing it is we've got 15 minutes to share a problem. We get so much insight. And one thing that I've heard you say over and over and over again is you are doing people a disservice by not selling, by being scared to sell, by not putting yourself out there. And I really love how you've been able to teach so many of us to just go after it. But there's still people listening who are still terrified of selling and and scared about the way they might come across. So um, I know you cover a lot of this in the live class. So can you talk a little bit about what you'll be covering there, what people can expect? Danielle and I are hosting an amazing after party afterwards because we want (laughs) to celebrate. We're going to be there. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So I think last year we went live. We had the biggest online training in history. Over 200,000 people showed up live. It was unbelievable. And we knew the world was ready for this, but we didn't know they were that ready. Like my team is in the background, like behind the scenes going 20,000, 50,000, 80,000, 100,000. I'm like, okay, biggest audience we've ever been in front of. No pressure. And, and the cool part is hundreds of thousands of comments of people saying, oh my God, I see it. Now I understand how to be in this space. And I want to back up really quick and just say, I was in an audience of all women, business leaders, and half of them are starting a business and half of them raised their hand, more than half raised their hand, said they didn't like selling. And a woman stood up who was a coach. And I said, tell me about you being a coach. I just want to cover this point for everybody because I think this is extremely valuable for everybody listening. And she stood up and I said, tell me what you do. She goes, I, I coach moms after they have a baby because I don't want postpartum. I went through it. You know, we lose our identity. It's all about the kid. We lose feeling sexy around our husband. She goes, I'm never going to let that happen with women. I'm like, tell me about it. She's on fire, enthusiastic. And she's like, oh, let me tell you about this one woman. And she was depressed and we turned her around and she's sexy. She's beautiful. And I said, what about selling? And her whole face changed and her manner and her physiology changes. She's like, no, I don't like doing that. And I said, well, then do you suck at what you do just to like shock her? And she's like, no, I just told you I love it. I said, well, how many moms are out there right now that are feeling postpartum, that feel bad about themselves and they need you? And because you're afraid to sell to them and market, they're going to go try to figure it out on their own or they're going to go someone who doesn't care as much as you do. So if you don't, if you truly are as good as you say, you're doing a disservice to so many women who need you. You should be coaching a hundred women a month, not 10. And I watched like, she was like the whole audience change and she got it. And by the end she came up to me, she goes, I am going to learn to master selling. Tell me what to do because it just changed the frame. And when you can change that framework, like if you're selling drugs, don't do that stuff. (laughs) But if you're, if you're helping people go to another level and that's kind of the stuff we're going to be sharing on the live training is we're going to take people on a journey of what is this industry? How do you extract what you know? How do you identify ideal clients? How do you overcome the obstacles of like, I can't do this, or I'm an introvert, or and how to use today's technology, use social media instead of it using us. And I think it's a journey. Listen, if you just join us for the two hours, I promise you, if anything I said today was intriguing, you will be blown away at what we're going to share this year. We're, we're coming out strong. We're only doing it once a year. So 
It's going to be incredible. I'm very excited. And I, and I love that you mentioned overcoming objections because there's a lot and I hear it a lot of, I'm not a writer or I'm not good on video. I don't like doing it this way. And there's always a way to do it in how it feels aligned with you. Absolutely. For me, it's writing. I started by writing and I still write. It's yeah. so hard to get me on a video. Yeah. Danielle's the opposite to me. She loves video. She hates <laughs> writing. And yeah. once you figure out what that is for you, you get really good at that thing. Yeah. We're not asking anyone to go and do Be something. Be somebody that, else. Yeah, that feels unaligned. Well, and, and the one thing I want to say, and, and I mean this, and I'm not saying it because I'm here with you guys. I said this on one of my podcasts a month ago. I think this is the decade of women entrepreneurs. And whether you Amen. want to call yourself an entrepreneur or not, this is the decade. And here's why. <laughs> but here's why I believe, right? And I believe women are, I mean, because your moms, I think you're born with more empathy. And I think the world needs more empathy. People are tired of get rich overnight. They're tired of the Lamborghinis and, and people flying in their jets saying, oh, you just do this in five minutes and get rich. People are done with it. And when I watch women communicate, it's more empathetic. It's more compassion. And the world just wants honesty and transparency. And the other thing too is women absolutely have this innate ability to know someone better than anyone else. Like my wife will be around 20 people and she'll say, oh, they're all nice. I don't like that person. There's just something <laughs> off. I'm like, no, 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 she's great or he's great. And then a month later, I'm like, oh, you were right, yeah. right? You're intuitive. That's the word mm. I was trying to find. Intuitive on a whole nother level. And I'm not trying to stereotype. I just think every woman, my grandmother, who is my favorite human being in my life, the most intuitive woman ever, my mother, my wife, my daughter, my daughter is the most intuitive young girl. So I believe that you guys get to feel what people need on a level that men can't experience. I believe it could absolutely get better, but I believe the work environment is more balanced or the, the business world is more balanced than it's ever been. Doesn't mean it can't grow, but it's more balanced than it's ever been. And I think we're in a decade of people just want real and raw. Just tell me the way it is. Don't yeah. give me the BS. Completely. And I think that that's why this is the mm -hmm. decade of the woman entrepreneur. And I love that you guys are helping women just freaking unleash and go, like put their cape on. And I think that's what those of you who join us uh, live and join us for the training, we're going to help you put your cape on to have that courage to go, I'm doing this and nothing's going to stop me. I completely agree. And for Danielle and I, we truly believe that this is going to be the age of ambitions, not a dirty word. And you can be completely unapologetic in how ambitious you are. And as women, I think sometimes we can feel like, well, we've experienced yeah. it. We're too ambitious. We're too bossy. We're too <laughs> strong-minded. We're too angry, even though it's passionate. Like there's all those things. <laughs> and the conversation's shifting yeah. and we get to step into that. And I think it's incredible. So I love what you guys are doing. And I'm married to a boss, babe. So. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. So. We know her. She's incredible. So yeah, like we mentioned, Danielle and I are going to be on the training we're so behind everything that you and Tony are doing because it really is changing the world and we've just seen that and there's so many times we've been at events or we've just seen how a social post has gone and Danielle and I have looked at each other with tears in our eyes like we have to keep doing this yes. work and we have to get more people doing this work because we're in a bit of a bubble yeah. we can often yeah. think everyone's doing it and for anyone listening who's thinking well it's saturated it's this no no not. it's just the beginning it. yeah. it's just a bit, like you gotta think of it as a wave right like the way this is growing it's like if you're a surfer you want to be in front of the wave and when you're in front of a wave, what does it do? It pushes you all the way to the shore. But some people who hesitate say, is this the wave? Should I do it? The wave goes over them and they're paddling like crazy and can't get it. And you really have to look at this industry is this is the beginning. We're not even close. And when you have somebody to guide you, it changes everything. And secondly, the more people are in it, the more it becomes the norm. The more we all grow, the tide rises all boats. So yeah, this is the perfect time. Uh, I'm so glad to be here with you girls. Keep up the good work. And uh, I'm excited for the live. I think we created a link for you guys. Yeah. So it's... Boss Babe KBB. Yep. Yep. So if you're listening, if you want to reserve your spot, go to Boss Babe 
KBB and you'll see a little crazy picture of Tony and I. I'll give you the details. <laughs> and but you got to click and register and reserve your spot. Last year we kind of broke the internet, so you're going to want to reserve your spot. But more than that, too, if there's again, if there's anything we shared today that you're watching or listening that resonated, or you're just curious, or you just want to see a crazy full energy live training, make sure you put it in your phone because we had a lot of people register last year and they missed the live. And the next day we had so many emails going, can you go live again? It's like, no, next year. I'm sorry. Yeah. And also as well, like, you know, for those of you who do show up live, Natalie and I truly believe in the power of community. And we know that you do Dean as well. So we're actually hosting an after party because what's so amazing is like, we really believe that when you surround people who are on the same mission as you, who have the same thought process as you, who are driving to something, we want you to be able to surround yourself with those people. Yeah. Because when you do, that's when the magic happens. Like yeah. we know that in our relationship. And you don't feel so crazy. Much. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's like Danielle and I at this mastermind right now, we're writing so many notes, but we're going back to our room and debriefing because we need yeah. to, to oh, really get it. that concrete information landing. But just bringing it back to in the beginning, I asked how you got here. And I think one of the things is you got in early. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. doing this before the internet was yeah. even supporting you. And you've had one of the biggest launches in internet history, not because you just came out of nowhere, but because you've been doing this for an extremely long yeah. time and you got in early. And one thing I really want to get across is Danielle and I have had a lot of success on Instagram because we got in early. I, yeah. I was posting four times a day when people weren't posting once a week. <laughs> yeah, I love it. For a lot of people listening, this is their chance to get in early to an industry that's not even fully kicked off yet. They have got that chance to get in early. And if I can give you any advice, it's get in before you think you're ready or before you understand it completely. Because for all of us sitting here, getting in early and being part of that wave has been a game changer. So we'll see you on the after party all of the links are going to be below if you can't tell by our voice we are so excited (laughs) we are going to crush it thank you so much Dean I appreciate you both this was awesome if you loved this episode please subscribe download a few more and please leave us a review I really want to hear what you enjoyed what your main takeaways were and I also want to know what you want to hear us talk about next To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of The Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books, and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review, screenshot it, and send to podcast at bossbabe.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag The Boss Babe Podcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast. <laughs>